Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Hello, America. It is Eric Erickson here across the nation. The phone number is 877-973-7425. As always, if you text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777, you can get the podcast, the show notes, what I'm about to say and talk about that I don't really want to, but I'm going to. You can get it all. Text Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. I, I don't. I don't want to talk about this, but I believe my show should be about the news and talk about the news and it's news and it's painful and no good will come of it because I know what I'm going to say because I've thought about it and it's just going to make everybody mad and that's okay, I guess, because I'm about to unplug for a couple of days anyway. So buckle up. Sometime this evening, around 7 p.m. Eastern time, we will see footage of the police beating Tyree Nichols in Memphis, Tennessee. We live in a tribal society now where it is very hard for people to empathize with those not in their tribe. It is very hard for people to see the other side. It is even harder for people, even if they see the other side, to acknowledge validity in arguments the other side makes. George Floyd was not a good person. We're all sinners. We all fall short. George Floyd fell shorter than a lot of people. Drugs and mental health issues, crime. And a lot of people on the right excuse the officers because of George Floyd's record. But did a man, did any man really deserve to have a police officer's knee on his neck for nine minutes, 29 seconds? Did George Floyd really deserve that? And there are some people who say, yes, he did because he was bad. There but by the grace of God go you. There are people who can't, to this day, get away from assassinating the character of George Floyd and taking the side of the police because police are good, bad guys bad. Therefore, police are always good, bad guys always bad, and they get whatever they deserve. They can't nuance that there are also bad police officers. We live in a fallen world. The police officers are sinners too, not just the criminals. We live in a fallen world. And not all police officers are good. Now, where we get into trouble here was with the left these days. They take the exceptions to say that's the rule, and the rule becomes the exception. So there are some police officers who are bad. Therefore, all police officers everywhere are bad. 
And that's not true either. That gets me to Tyree Nichols. You would be surprised if you were an alien coming into this world, speaking and understanding our language to hear that the five police officers who beat Tyree Nichols were black. People have tried to make this into a race issue. It's not. I actually read a article earlier today that um, that these police, they're just uh, instruments of white supremacy because the police, don't you know, some idiot in the New York Times said the police came from the Confederacy and, and, and is all about the police as, as an institution is racist. It's simply not true. It's not true, but people don't care. You know why the British police are called Bobbies? Because Robert Peel, the prime minister, championed having police patrol streets and setting up a regular order police division. And they were called Bobbies after the prime minister, Robert Peel. And it was embraced by this country in major cities around the nation, an orderly, well-trained police department to take care of the citizens instead of having local militias deal with it. And the left has twisted and perverted it all. It says it was all about slavery. It's all about slavery. Now you've got these activists and Antifa goons all over the country who believe the police are instruments of progenitors or, or successors to con the Confederacy, which is not true. It is a lie in the revisions of history. It's why the 1619 Project and others are so dangerous. It undermines the police. They want to defund the police. They want to shut down the police. These police officers in Memphis are making the argument for them, are they not? Tyree Nichols was pulled over and he fled the police. They got him again. And if I have the timeline right, he was able to flee again and they got him again. Maybe it only happened once, but he fled the police. Had he not, yes, it's true, I think, to say he would not be dead. And that has to be said. That has to be said. Had he listened to the police initially, had he not fled the police he would probably still be alive. Do not flee the police. You may be scared of the police. You may think the police are bad. Do not flee the police. When they pull you over, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Treat them as if they are an authority over you because they are. Do not flee the police. And there will be people on my side who say, that's the end of it. He got what he deserved because he fled the police. And I'm here to tell you, no one deserves what we are going to see this evening. And I don't plan on watching it, but I've heard enough to know. You can say, don't flee the police. But you should also be able to say, police restrain yourselves. For my friends on my side who their tribal instinct is immediately to say, well, we got to have the police's back. This guy was up to no good. Clearly, he fled from the police. He got what he deserved by fleeing from the police. The police say these five men should be fired and prosecuted for what they did. So which police do you believe? 
the Tennessee State Police who saw the video and were so gobsmacked by what they saw, they immediately decided to charge these five police officers? Or these police officers who say, well, he fled from us. Of course, we got to beat the crap out of him. Don't flee the police. Police, don't beat people so badly that they die. And there will be, I'm sure, someone will say, well, how do we really know that the police beating caused him to die? There are people who will always justify things they wish to justify, including everything the police do. I get people who get mad at me when I point out there are bad police officers. How dare you say that? I'm from a family of police officers. How can you? I'm not condemning the police. The police overwhelmingly are good, but we shouldn't, and we should not take the exceptions of bad police officers to paint the whole as bad. But when we see bad policing, we should be able to call it out. Otherwise, it undermines the entire case for good policing. And there are plenty of good police, many of whom are listening to this program right now who know exactly what I'm talking about because I get calls from police officers all the time complaining about the crappy training police officers get and how some guys in their police department are people they would never want to be pulled over from. They do exist. They are the minority. But they're there. And our tribal instincts in this country fraying and tearing this country apart are in such a way now that uh, you can either say George Floyd, terrible person, got what he deserved, police, no, no problem, or or police are awful, George Floyd, no, there's no room for those of us of common sense who 10 years ago would be the normal mainstream people saying, yes, he may have not been a good guy, but he did not deserve a knee on his neck for nine minutes, 29 seconds, causing him to die. He did not deserve that. And we should be able to look at the Tyree Nichols situation and say, no, he should not have fled from the police. Yes, he should have listened to the police. Yes, he should have b- b- he should have obeyed the police. But no, he did not deserve to be beat to hell and back and then die because of it. This shouldn't be a controversial proposition, and yet both sides of it are to say he should not have fled and probably would have been fine. Oh, my God, they want to cancel you for saying that. To say he still should not have been beaten to within an inch of his death and then die? Oh, there are some who want to get mad at you for that and cancel you for that. They're going to release the video tonight. You do not have to watch it. You don't have to watch it. There are some who are going to want to watch it because they want to be angry. And there are some who will not watch it but use it as an excuse to riot, rob, steal, and burn. In Atlanta, Georgia, the governor of the state has called out the National Guard already anticipating it. Other state governors are thinking they might before this video is released tonight because there are a lot of malcontented, overly white kids from New England who want to use it as an excuse to burn things down, oftentimes destroying black-owned businesses and cities without caring, just because they want to fight somebody. There will be no reconciliation between races in this country without a come-to-Jesus moment, very literally. 
But we've made great progress in this country, and there are a lot of people in this country who are so opposed to the progress we've made because they've made so much money off the racial strife, they seek to exploit it as best they can. And these five police officers have become very useful to them. These five police officers should not have done what they did. He, Tyree Nichols, should not have done what he did. But he did what he did, and he still did not deserve to die. We live in a fallen world. There are some people who wish to keep falling. I'm not going to watch that video tonight. I would encourage you not to watch the video tonight. Not to listen to the voices who say you must. You need to see it. You don't need to see it to know what happened. What I will tell you is that you should not blame the police. You should not blame the police. Any more than some will say it's black culture's fault and you shouldn't blame black culture. Oh, there are some who will defend the police and they'll blame culture in the black community for various absurd reasons of stereotyping and generalities and broad brush painting. No, this was between an individual and other individuals. One of the individuals is dead because the other individuals beat him so badly he died. Do not paint all police as bad. Do not give in to hate. Do not do that. Be willing to say that people created in the image of God do not deserve to be beaten to death by police because they don't deserve that for running from police officers. This is not an easy moment in our culture. And a lot of people are using these moments to tear us further apart. You should resist the urge to be torn apart. You should forgive and love your neighbor. And also we should recognize these police officers have lost their jobs and will be prosecuted. And for those of you who want to take the side of the police, which side of the police do you want to take? The five police officers or the rest of the police who saw the video already and said, they got to go to jail for what they did. Do we ignore that side of it? Yeah, I think that's the legitimate side of it. And so that should be the legitimate side of it for all of us, that this was a terrible thing. And we should have more police training. We should have a police training facility in Atlanta where we can train the police better so that they do not give in to their lesser nature and do things like this. We should be able to train them for these high-stress situations so they don't react like that. But above all else, for all the people blasting the system... The system is working, firing these men and charging them with crimes and probably sending them to prison. Their training failed them. They probably needed more training. And if Antifa had its way, they wouldn't even exist, let alone have any training to be able to do anything. Need better training. But they crossed lines they shouldn't have crossed, and they will pay a price. Justice will be served, even as we will not be able to get Tyree Nichols back from the grave.
If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The Employee Retention Credit is a tax credit of up to $26,000 per employee, and now more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible, and there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. There's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or even reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses, so don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free five-minute questionnaire at Refunds with an S, RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com. Hello there, it is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I've only got about, my gosh, uh, looking at the time, i got only got about a minute or so here. So those of you who are on the phone, stay on the phones. If you want to call in, you can. Uh, I will take your phone calls when we come back. Uh, Real quick before we go, though. Uh, the president of the United States spoke yesterday. I gotta, I gotta play you this audio. This is Joe Biden yesterday. It hadn't been with my case, but all of a sudden, blue-collar workers, all the guys I grew up with in Claymont and Scranton, they're voting Republican. Not a joke. What's happened? I think a lot of it because they don't think we care. We're not paying attention. It's a little bit like what happened when I ran the first time as a 29-year-old kid for the Senate in 1972 and got elected. We had what we called, what I call, limousine liberals. A lot of people wanted to do an awful lot, but they just forgot about my neighborhood. They forgot about the neighborhood I grew up in. Limousine liberals, uh, still a problem. And this problem is affecting now uh, black and Hispanic voters who themselves are giving up on the Democratic Party as the limousine liberals, the, the upper income white voters of America who are increasingly secular uh, move on to um, the Democratic Party. There's some data out there to talk about regarding this. Turns out, Democratic Party voters, particularly the white Democratic Party voters of America, uh, have a more favorable view of agnostics, atheists, and Wiccans than of Baptists, Lutherans, and Christians. <laughs> Christians, of course, being Baptists and Lutherans. Oh, wait until you hear the data when we come back. I'll take your phone calls as well. 877-973-7425. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program? My call screener is still answering calls, by the way. (laughs) and also snidely texting me, daring me to fire him again. To the phones, Larry, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, sir. How are you doing today? Good. Hey, uh, why would they release the video? Wouldn't that cause more damage or trouble in the streets and stuff tonight? I mean, I just don't understand it. I I think so. Um, I, I think so. If it were me, I would say, 
it it has the it has the potential to taint the jury pool. It will be shown at trial. Yeah. Um, and we don't want to show it until we've picked a jury since they've already decided to prosecute these guys. If it were me. Now, uh, this is I don't know what the law in Tennessee is. They may not be able to stop it. Uh, some states do have must release for Freedom of Information Act purposes. Um, right. So maybe they have to. The the D.A., uh, I think has decided that, that he can't stop it from being released under the law. Uh, so they're going to time it for a Friday after 6 p.m. Central Time, after all buses have delivered all kids and businesses have been given the opportunity to shut down in Memphis tonight. Um, and, and they are expecting uh, riots. Uh, I will I will just say this, and Larry, that, that's, I don't know that that's the answer, that, but that's my guess. Because uh, I think you can make an argument they've decided to prosecute these guys that it's going to taint the jury pool. I will tell you this. For those of you who want to defend the police in this situation, these five police officers, I will tell you that when the state police looked at this, they immediately decided these officers had to be fired and charged that it was not a um that the there there it wasn't subject to debate um i i just i i'm 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 honestly and i i like i've i've seen some emails come in from people who are really furious that i'm not defending these police officers what is there to defend when the police themselves won't defend them what is there to defend to defend? And you can say, well, the police are scared of what they're, I mean, they took one look at the video and thought we, we get these people committed murder. They're charging them with murder. They're not charging them with manslaughter. They're charging them with murder based on their video. I, I just, I'm, I, I'll tell you what I'm fascinated by psychologically, sociologically. This actually fascinates me about uh, modern American society where people embrace a side, become defined by that side, and therefore can offer no criticism at all ever of that side. Like in this Tyree Nichols situation, there are people who are consider themselves back the blue pro police who cannot even fathom that these police officers might have done something wrong despite police investigators looking at the footage that will be released later and concluding immediately upon review these men must be fired and charged with murder and immediately there's a tribal sense of well they must be bowing to pressure i will not bow to that pressure i will have their backs you don't know what these people saw i don't either but i'm not going to suggest that the entirety of the unelected police force of the state of tennessee and their investigators who were involved look and said, I think there we got a bow to public pressure. I, 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 I have a hard time believing that. I, you know, my tribe's Jesus. I, I guess that that's what I got to say. Um, I'm, I don't 
I don't really feel like I've got a home in the Republican Party anymore. I don't really feel like I have a home in the conservative movement. I'm a conservative. I'm a Republican. I was an elected Republican for Pete's sakes. I am a conservative, but I mean, if if people think I can't criticize my own side because I'm on the side, you're you're some sort of traitor. Uh, I, the things I've been called in the past year as I've been called a race traitor. I've been called a uh, a, 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 a rhino. I've, a, people who support Trump call me the, the establishment. People in the establishment call me a terrorist. Uh, I'm just me. I hadn't changed a damn bit in the last 10 years, and the whole world has gone crazy. My my, my tribe is Jesus, and, and I have worked very hard to get into this tribe. And, and I just, if you can't hold everybody accountable, even people you like, and, and say maybe you shouldn't have done that, then, I mean, God help you. I just don't understand this level of digging your heels in and saying the police can do no wrong. Yes, yes, some of them can. That doesn't mean all police are bad. And saying that it doesn't matter what this video shows, you're going to have the backs of these five police officers. Even the police don't have their backs. Maybe those of you who really don't think they did anything wrong whatsoever, I mean, watch the video. But, you know, for God's sakes, they released the Paul Pelosi video today, and it's clearly, it is a brutal beating with a hammer from this guy. And there are still Pelosi critics and and conspiracy theorists who are convinced it was all some sort of staged act because they hate Nancy Pelosi so much they can't even bring themselves to acknowledge her husband was the victim of a crime. There are a bunch of crazy people in modern America who live way too online. Okay. Back to the phones. Amber, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. So I've lived in Atlanta for about 20 years now, and I've been talking to some friends around. I've got friends from all walks of life here, and a lot of our concerns here are recently a lot of the arrests made in violent incidences from protesters are from a lot of younger folks from out of town. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Look, I think it's notable that there, uh, there have been roughly two dozen now arrests in Atlanta of these, they call themselves Defend the Forest people, they're the, the Antifa people. Uh, of the two dozen arrests, mm-hmm. four of them have been from Georgia. Uh, and yeah. by the way, of, of the two dozen, almost all of them are white. Uh, they claim to be there to support the black community and to support black lives and to support the Atlanta area. And they are rich white kids from New England who have come down here. Now, I shouldn't say just you. I mean, there, there are some from Nashville, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Maine, yeah. California, Oregon, Washington, uh, and so that they don't reflect the community. They don't reflect the diversity of Atlanta. They don't reflect the views of Atlanta. They don't reflect the values of Atlanta, uh, which I suspect is why they came down and just thought people would welcome them with open arms. And really, they have it. Uh, you have the, the black members of city council in Atlanta calling them terrorists. It's it's absolutely insane that they thought that they would get some sort of welcome committee here. Uh, honestly, I mean, my wife was appalled that I would suggest naming our kid William because Sherman burned down Atlanta over 100 years ago. And these white kids want to come burn down Atlanta and think the people of Georgia are going to applaud for them. We're still holding on to Sherman burning Atlanta more than 100 years ago. (laughs) Just no. And and I find it also, Amber, I've got to say, there's a deep, hilarious irony to me that these white kids, Yankees kids have come to Atlanta and it's black police officers who they are tangling with who are arresting them. 
uh, the the very ones they claim they have these people's back. No, no. Uh, now they're claiming these black police officers in Atlanta are just tools of white supremacy. Um, it's it just we live in a fallen world, and these kids fell too far, bumped their head on the way out of the tree, and uh, they're all going to go to jail. Hopefully, the governor, if George is not playing around, by the way, he has summoned the national guard. Says if there are these people are are these these uh, forest terrorists are saying they're going to be rioting more and they're going to riot this week for Tyree Nichols. Last week it was for the would-be cop killer. This week it'll be for this guy. They just want to find excuses to burn things down and the governor and the mayor of Atlanta have nothing. They're done. We're going to build this police facility. If all these people have to be round up and thrown under the prison, so be it. It's absolutely time to stop humoring these kids from out of state. Charles, you're up next. Welcome, Charles. How are you? Hey, good afternoon, Eric. Uh, we had spoken, uh, I believe, last uh, year on uh, with my uh, police training that background that I have. Yes. On uh, de-escalation. And yes. this is something uh, uh, to revisit with uh, some of these current uh, uh, the training that is that needs budgeted uh, is ava- it's available. Uh, but I'm not sure a lot of uh, uh, maybe uh, politicians are aware of, of our specific training that uh, is, is high quality. It's 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 field tested. It emphasizes treating people with dignity by showing them respect, and it gives officers uh, an opportunity to practice their their training, um, similar to maybe you know uh, going to a range to with firearms training um, that really helps them to focus on non-escalation, which is very empathy-oriented. Uh, and officers really like the training. The communities like the training, but it's just the budgeting is where we're uh, kind of not getting the progress. That we'd yeah, like yeah to have. you know, look, I, I, I'm glad you say that. And Charles, do you have a website if people are interested they can go to? Yes, Eric, it's uh, Vistelar, V-I-S-T-E-L-A-R.com. All right, hang on one sec. Come on, as my computer freezes. V i s t e l a r dot com. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna bookmark this too for people who want to come in and, and check this out. Because yeah, I know we, we've spoken about this in the past, and I just there are so many great opportunities for police and others to engage in this level of training, and we need more training, not less training. You know, I, I, I've got a, a friend of mine. He's a good friend. He's a police officer. He hasn't texted me yet. He just might. I assume he's listening. Maybe today's his day where he's not listening to me um, or his wife is talking. He knows he knows who the boss is, but nonetheless. Um, and he talks all the time about the needs of particularly younger police officers to be trained and particularly the police officers who are in very high stress situations to be trained more. And in fact, um, he, uh, I think would note that the guys who were, who the police officers involved in this situation in Memphis, they were in a task squad designed to uh, fight urban crime and they were in high stress situations and they just took all their stress out on this one poor young man who ran from them and wound up killing this kid. I, a buddy of mine texted me, by the way, and said, good God, could you imagine if these five police officers happened to be white, how much worse it would be? Yes. But even now, I mean, I, I've read now two articles. I read another one in commercial break, how there are people on the left who are saying 
that these black police officers are just instruments of white supremacy. They're trying to make these police officers white to fit a narrative because the narrative trumps the facts. The narrative always trumps the facts. It's just sad and terrible uh, that people are more interested in a narrative than a, than a, a fact. Gary, you're going to be next. Welcome to the show, Gary. How are you? Good, sir. And you? I'm well. The protesters are like Marlon Brando in The Wild One. When the uh, bystander said, Johnny, what are you protesting? He said, ah, what do you got? They're just <laughs> looking for a place to be. That's the truth. That is that's that's so good. Well done there. Yes, I mean they they really they just they're gonna riot. They just want an excuse to riot. It's it's the craziest darn thing to watch these people. I I just thank you for that. My goodness, Mike, you're gonna be the last caller today. Welcome to the show. Hey, I appreciate it, Eric. Love your show. Um, thank you. I, I was explaining this to somebody the other day. I think what we see what we've seen in Memphis. Number one, there's absolutely no excuse for it, but I think it's a direct result of the defund the police movement and the fact that these departments are really struggling to recruit quality individuals to fill their ranks and they're having to lower their standards in order to do so. I really think that this is an example of that. I don't know anything about these officers. I don't know anything about the Memphis Police Department and their hiring issues, but Atlanta's had problems. DeKalb County's had problems. Metro area departments have had problems with filling the ranks with quality people. And Atlanta Police Department and some of these other ones they have a super difficult job, but they've had to lower their standards a little bit to be able to fill recruiting classes. And I think, my, me personally, I think this is, is an example of what can happen. I really Look, I, I'm glad you raised this issue because you, you and I, we don't know about these particular police officers, but it is an issue. It's also in the military a, a growing issue, the, uh, the lack of training, Absolutely. the lowering standards to bring people in. Uh, and it is, there's also now an incentive these days, uh, to not be a police officer. I mean, the number of people I know who have called this program in the last couple of years and said, I, or my kid wanted to be a police officer. There is no way I'm putting a target on my back with people harassing me and my family and, and hating on me and, and on and on. Yeah. I mean, the, the, we got a real problem in the country with bringing in, lowering our standards to bring in people to fill positions where you really want the best people. We, we have, and Mike, I'll let you go there, but thank you. We, we have this, this elevation of teachers, which we should have in this country, but also shouldn't we do this for people in law enforcement who administer justice for us? We should want to praise and elevate them and thank them as opposed to lowering the standards uh, to bring in people because we vilify police so much. A lot of the people we would want to be police officers don't want to be police officers. It's like in politics, no, but no good person wants to run for politics. It's so nasty. You vilify the police and make it a, a, a profession that is uh, repudiated in society by a lot of people. You're not going to get the best police officers. And there are so many good police officers out there right now who are vilified on a daily basis just by being a police officer. They are hated for being a police officer when they're the people who have our backs and keep us safe at night and show up when we have problems. They're the people we should want. We need more good people. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. Uh, they're almost counting. I was hoping it would be done before we got out of here. The vote for chair of the RNC. They have now made it through all of the states. Uh, they count alphabetically and it's by secret ballot. So you go through the states collecting the ballots and then they count the ballots. So probably um, 
probably won't know before I get off the air, but it, it does. The suspicion is that Ronna McDaniel will win re-election as RNC chair. Um, maybe she won't. I don't know. But I, I will just say again, I would have been fine with Hermit Dillon until she got Carolyn Wren and, and Scott Pressler and Mike Lindell on her side. And those are the people you don't want involved with the RNC. Uh, personnel is policy. When you surround yourself with bad people, you get bad results. And I think she's brilliant. She's a great lawyer. She's defended Donald Trump. She's defended the pro-life movement so much. But I I know she tried to build a coalition of both uh, pro-Trump and non-Trump members of the GOP. But I think Ronald McDaniel did that better, Uh, did it in a way that uh, has built her another term, it looks like, for the RNC, um, which would be a good thing. Um, We'll see how this plays out. Okay, here's what you need to know. Really important, um, at 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the police in Memphis in Shelby County, which is Memphis, are going to release the Tyree Nichols police body camera footage. It is apparently so brutal that police investigators didn't even have to make it through the full footage to know they were going to charge these five police officers with murder. It's going to be released probably will in some parts of the country provoke violence. You should probably stick to your local radio station, wherever you are, for the news of traffic and and, um, happenings in your area, wherever you are, because uh, if this is anything like what happened after the George Floyd situation, um, it's going to be a bad weekend across parts of America. So keep that in mind. Uh, pray for your cities, pray for the family of Tyree Nichols and those police and everyone else, and I'll see you all Monday.